My next three guests are part of a hip-hop group. The members include J57, Raz Kaz, and El Gant. They have all been in music close to 20 years or more now. They have a great understanding of the industry and the music culture. It's my pleasure to introduce... I'm the J57. J-Mo Gang. And I'm forever on the highway In my lane and I came a long way And it's been a long day I'ma let my song play And I still got a lot to do And I ain't going nowhere Near ever coming back to you Cause I'm forever on the highway In my lane and I came a long way I'ma let my song This ain't underground, ain't commercial either This is ambition making people believers Evil pictures painted on the easel diesel Like I'm Kevin Nash Changing this house a pain game Call me Everlast If I ever last, sit and laugh I'ma let it pass Headed in the wrong direction Spending up my petty cash And did it my way Frank Sinatra, high octane Lifetime, cock crane, the highway It's going up like Pompeii Get off the melody, nigga Stop singing like Sade Wordplay, terrorize English like the IRA Parlay, I read, split past by RA We both rugged men, juggalos juggling Jack Daniels The struggle never ends, my face war painted like Olympians Native black Californians, Indian, Indy 500 And here's the formula One, One. Cream, can I talk my shit? Yeah, the young drum guy with 4-5 spit I'm a 57 Chevy, ready, whiskey at the levee Don McLean upon this game, I laugh on the way to the bank with 91 in the tank I leave the godly departed, the highest paid producer Tommy from Barton I mean he jobless a novice compared to a Saquarian Barry and various embarrassments like a Sumerian Every kind of like Barry on the highway In my lane and I came a long way And it's been a long day I'ma let my song play And I still got a lot to do And I ain't going nowhere Near ever coming back to you Cause I'm forever on the highway In my lane and I came a long way I'ma let my song Welcome back everyone Today I'm with two very ske- very special guests, hopefully three in a few minutes. I got El Gant and J57 from the one and only JMO Gang. Yo. Yeah. What up? Good to be here, man. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. So I was telling J57, I, um, I was doing research on you guys and I watched a lot of your previous interviews and the last guy that interviewed you guys like nailed everything on like your music. So I'm like, we don't even have to talk about your music, really. I just want to talk to you guys about what's going on currently with the protests, the coronavirus, and if you guys are making music right now, is it going to be centered around what's going on? I saw you guys um, released a music video yesterday. Francis Scott Key, is that the title of it, right? Yes. Mm. And that, that song came out with your last album, didn't it? it, it it's actually on this album, but we released mm. the song, but... but to your point that we actually, we released the song way before this album came out. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like the first like little like, all right, let's, let's tease everybody and let them know that an actual JMO gang LP is coming out. So it came out, I, I, Jay, I don't even, when did it come out? Like August of 2019? Uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was like, October. yeah, it was like, we just dropped it just to show that we signed with, not to show, but to let people know we signed with Fat Beats and that we have an album coming. And that was pretty much it mm. for a while. <laughs> We held on to that video for a little while. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yep. Wow. It's crazy because, um, oh, here we go. One more person. There we go. Oh, Resastination. Dope. Cool. Well, uh, sorry about that. 
Yeah, Razzy, no Razzy. What's going on, brothers? How y'all? That's pretty uh, good. Awesome. Dinner time. I, I'm Barney. <laughs> yeah. Damn, Buffums. Hey. Buffums Rock McGee. You look like a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real Brooklyn right now, you know? Just, just, it's hot out. I'm chilling. Damn. I'm, uh, I'm kid eating a meal. Sorry. No worries. <laughs> Part of snack. Max. Yeah, yeah, so um, I was telling the rest of the guys that we're going to mostly focus with this episode, just focus on the protest, the coronavirus, how you guys are managing it, and if you guys are going to have any music to represent what's going on right now. And um, we were just started talking about um, your music video, guys, you guys just released yesterday. Uh, right, right, right. Okay, well, I'm just going to listen. I'll, you know, yeah. I'll chime in when y'all tell me. So what I, <laughs> thought was, what I thought was pretty interesting was, um, so I listened to the Run the Jewels album. And um, something that I saw from like an interview, like right after they released the album is they were talking about like pr- police brutality. And there's like one, there's like this one song that was very specific about this guy can't, not breathing, but it had nothing to do with George Floyd. And it was just crazy that like it all lined up. So even with you guys releasing your song and then releasing the music video, it's, it's crazy how it's, it's, it's makes sense right now, you know? It's funny because, <laughs> you know, thinking back when we had this video done a little while ago and, and some, some people wanted, not even necessarily us, like the, the, the three guys in the group, but other people wanted to re- have the song released like right away. And this is when the, uh, the video was first shot a while back, like the director, uh, you know, there was another, you know, our, they are another, an artist friend of ours and like, you know, some of the influential people around us. And Raz said something that's uh, that's really sad but true. And he was like, you know what? I'm not in a rush to put this out right now because unfortunately the, the same shit's going to be going on when we're actually ready to put this song out. And to his point, like, it's, it's, even, it's, it's even more magnified now than when he actually said that. Almost like Raz, like, yeah, you know, kind of... I told you this is going to happen. Like, this, you know, so it wasn't, we didn't want to jump on it. Like, we're not like, wow, man, like there's a revolution going on. Like, let's get some notoriety and put the song out. Like we actually waited a little while. We waited, you know, three weeks, four weeks. We we're like, let everyone be heard first. Like let the streets talk. So we're not kind of overshadowing that and be like, Hey, I know there's a revolution happening, but check out this new Jingle gang song. So we were right. like, but we wanted to add to it. We want to be like, yo, we're, we're, we've been furious. We're furious. Like, we want to we want to be part of that because we have and Raz especially. So it's like we 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 want to make music for that, but not let um, what's going on. You know, we don't want to overshadow what's going on. So we're like, all right, right. it's a good time to put it out. Like now, now everyone's we're we're all talking. We've had a dialogue. Everyone's still angry, but now everyone's like you know coming down to a level where the the music is starting to come out to reflect the times. And you know, we just we just want to add to. The, add to the change the best way we know how, and that's music. That's right. Well said. So why do you think that hip-hop is like, when anything tragic like this happens, it's almost like a given that hip-hop artists have to come together to talk about this versus you don't really see country stars or pop stars talking about this issue as much as when it comes to hip-hop. And why do you think that is? I'll start with you, J57. Um... I know Raz could kill this, but I'm just going to say um, <laughs> country stars are not black. So, <laughs> like, like, Raz, is that what you were about to say? <laughs> like, Pretty much. It was a great question, but, I mean, let's be real about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they can't even speak on that. I mean, mm-hmm. it would be really nice if they did. It would be really cool if they were, like, 
on some shit like that, like how we're making this music for that. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason they shouldn't. But I'm, I'm just saying, I, I have a gut feeling that's probably why. And I think it would be really, really cool and unifying if more genres did do that, to be honest. Like Rage Against the Machine always did it. And that's not right. hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. But it is hip hop in a way. But you get what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, country has Little Nas X, though. Maybe he could say something. Yeah. Get that, <laughs> that Aaron Neville Revolution album. <laughs> right. <laughs> With the earring and shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I think to add, on, to add on to that, I was going to say that, um, honestly, uh, rap doesn't really do it. Hip-hop does. Hip-hop is a reflection of its environment. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be a true art form, and everything else was supposed to be corporate. But rappers don't care, you know, and even some of the so-called conscious and the ones that talk, you know, you know it, a lot of people got very silent the first two weeks. Oprah didn't say anything. Like, nobody said that a lot of the power structure still gets a check from the power structure. Mm. And so, you know, they they have to understand what their boundaries are until it's okay. Then people said, hey, that's not cool. Like, no, you saw what happened to that man. And you know this has been happening. But people are afraid of getting their lights cut off. So I've been talking about this stuff, and I don't want to make this about me because it's much bigger than me. But I, I, I said in a song, I said, I was Kaepernick 15 years ago on some rapper shit. Ostracized by capitalists for being activists. And I didn't have 10 million stacks to live. So it's people, you suffer consequences. My my homegirl, prime example, uh, she happens to be a Jewish girl and, and the plastic surgeon she worked for was performing, knowing he had COVID doing surgeries. Wow. So this is Beverly Hills. And, and, and just to put it in context, uh, 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 what I'm trying to say is she knew that she would destroy her career but she has two kids, she's a single mom and she had to make a choice between like doing the right thing and knowing I'm going to destroy my life. Mm. Right? And so people that, uh, with, with this rap stuff it's not like, you know, these people aren't rich and filthy, they're not like single mothers but country western doesn't care uh, R&B used to care think about that, think about think about what, what Fight, the real fight to power, the original one before Chuck D. You know what I'm saying? The, the soul singers, the Temptations, and all of them, and Marvin Gaye, they talk. Now, you know, you, you, what are you going to get out of uh, Lil Nas X? Probably not much, or whoever. You know what I'm saying? You know, because because th- they know where they get fed, and and Oprah. They, you know, you can talk. Of, you know, you can. A lot of those people at the end of the day, they have. They don't even love the the, the so-called culture that they claim that they profit from, and that's our own people you know, people in music because, you know, everything was about getting lit and having fun and acting like this shit didn't happen every day. And unfortunately, we all had to wake up and realize it, you know, there was no club to go to. It was a perfect storm of COVID-19 and murder that's been going on since before we were all born. And finally we were at home and everybody could just couldn't ignore it. And that's it. It, it, it took everybody to have nothing to do. Right. To finally go, wow. Look at this problem that's been right in our fucking faces for right. this long. Like, George Floyd is just, you know, like, he's, he's, one, he's one of many that it's been happening for so long, but it's been highlighted and it's under a microscope because for the first time in, in, in recorded history, we didn't have shit to do. So right. Like, Whoa, okay. And now everyone's coming out. But, like, I, I, I do have to say, like, not, you know, I'm, I'm happy that it's happening, but at the same time, it's like, where were you? <laughs> right. 
You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, where, where was everybody, man? Like, you know, the last time there was a lot of revolution music being made was like around the time of the Rodney King riots when it was like that prevalent in music. And like, right. wow, that, that, we're talking about 25, almost 30 years ago. So like, where has everybody been? But the, where they've been is they've been complacent because the economy has more or less been doing well. So that keeps everybody very complacent, forgetting about things, getting crunk, uh, right. <laughs> spending their money, trying to get laid and drink, drinking uh, whatever bullshit liquor is out at the time, you know, if it's out surgery, you know, like, yeah. local, whatever, whatever era it is. And, and, and then all of a sudden, yeah, we're out of things to do. So here, here we are. <laughs> and I'm really glad, like, it, that record, you know, uh, I have a brand or whatever. I'm known for making certain kinds of records. But that song, you know, uh, Francis Scott Key is such an authentically what it is. And it's really because of, you know, 57 and Gone. You know, I probably would have heard that beat and went a totally different direction. So Doc wrote that record and... There was nobody per necessarily, you know, nothing famous. It wasn't like a trending thing to talk about that. And that's the direction he took it. It was just, a, it's a genuinely true record. And he was just talking about his feelings. And then, you know, obviously that was right up my alley, but you know, I just thought, <laughs> you know, but you know, that that's, I think that's what's really special about that record. It didn't have a catalyst per se. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't, we need to make a, Political record. We don't really, really even do political records in stream. Okay, it just that record. It, I guess you know it was on God's heart for whatever reason. I just filled in the blanks, you know, that he left for me on the beat. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> did you um? Did you guys check out Public Enemy's new song? Go. Oh. Like like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the union. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, we love it. Produced by DJ a... Premier. We like that guy. He's got some talent. Yes. It's like this whole thing brought them out of retirement, in a sense, you know? Oh, uh, Chuck and them? Yeah. Chuck's always doing stuff. When's the last time they released an album? Well, that's not an album. It's a record. Yeah, but, but like... Always, he made, actually, no, Public Enemy album made it two years ago. Hmm. But yeah, him and well, Flav together, you know, that, that's, that was a... Well, yeah, but, but they had just kicked Flav out. This probably got them to, you know... Yeah, yeah, hey, we got it. Just announced Flay Flay was kicked out like literally during COVID. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, <laughs> so do, you, do you guys think that if this George Floyd thing happened when there wasn't a quarantine or a coronavirus, it wouldn't have been big news? No, because, because it's happened. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, there, there's been more, there's been even more prevalent cases like, you know, Trayvon Martin, uh, what, Tamir, right? Like, like things that like no one could really argue, although they tried to find ways to argue it. They're like, oh, he had a hood on, he's a, th you know, but George, George Floyd, what's the first thing that they did? How did they try to discredit that man? They're like, like, for, I'll give you a point. star. I went, I went, um, I happened to go upstate maybe like a month ago where in upstate New York, where it's definitely more divided and not, not unlike New York. And I happened to go through my old neighborhood and I popped past an old neighbor, hadn't seen this dude in probably 15 years. And he just, he just, that's the first thing he wants to talk about. And he goes, yo man, uh, how's it going in the city, man? It's wild right now, right? I'm like, no, nah, man, like it's, I'm thinking, it's, I'm like, no, it's dope. Like it's, it's like, there's a lot of things happening. And he goes, yeah, well, you know, that guy, man, you know, that guy had fentanyl in the system. He had crystal meth, like that guy was a mess. And literally my other neighbor looks at him and goes, you got a ton of shit in your system uh, and you're not, 
and you're not a good guy. Should you be dead? <laughs> and like, right. it kind of like that, that's what it took to make even that like idiot understand. It's like, you know, they, that's the first thing they try to do is discredit your life after, you know, but there's, there's so many different tactics that are used. I just think that, uh, if this happened in 2008, yeah, we would have been talking about it, but I don't think people would have been taken to the street. They would have been like, oh, this is real nice, but I got something going on this weekend. I, I, Tommy, it, Tommy's everything. I see it next to my house. In Bro I, I live right next to, like, next to a big park where they've been protesting for the better part of three weeks. Every time I go outside at 7 p.m., there is about 20 less people. And, I'm, and, and, and every day there's one more bar that's opened up in the neighborhood with outdoor dining. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> right. a, lot, a lot of people, especially, you know, privileged white people get, get to pick when it's time to protest. And then people of color, no matter what, whether the, before or after the protest, still have to be a person of color and deal with this situation. And, and, and to add on to what God is saying, I, I, I would like, I, I definitely want to say that these things go on every day and uh, unfortunately it's a big country and somebody's being hurt you called an n-word or something you know somebody's being you know doing gay bashing somebody or writing something fucked up about a jewish people whatever so we we live in a country that that has a lot of hate right beneath the surface but it's usually not beneath the surface a lot of pimples on this fucking ass pimply ass country and uh what the our biggest we don't we don't have there's no like korean people have a korean news channel and and you know uh jewish people and whatever our news channels are owned by white people and some of those people so it doesn't make the news and because it you know because a tree falls in the forest does, did it not fall did it make a sound of course it did you just didn't hear it because there was nobody to record it this is just the one time where Literally, we were stuck on COVID-19, and it took white media companies to make some attention of it. Usually, they sweep it under the rug and talk about something else. To be honest, there's just other things, right. you know, you know we, they're in a business to make money. That's what television is for, is not to educate us, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of times, a lot of bad things especially by the police they you know they happen to people and then they get swept under the rug it was the perfect storm of covid 19 we had to sit there and and i think you know honestly they didn't want to talk about covid too much more and and and, it, and it's it's sad that we're at this point where like you know a person like raz is so desensitized to it because he, he's well aware of that it exists I remember when you and I, Raz, well, you know, I don't know if it was four years ago, we, when we were on tour in the in Pacific Northwest, we were crossing through the uh, Idaho, and we we're up in the North Country yeah. of Idaho, which I, I didn't know is is was is fairly Aryan, and we got pulled over, me, Raz, and another friend of ours, Spawn Vicious, and I'm the only white person in the car, but they, you know, they pull us over and they really they start getting fair, you know, kind of aggressive, like you know, like I get out of the car, hands out of my pocket, you know, did the whole nine yards. They pull us out of the car, and I'm and I'm kind of laughing because I'm looking at Raz and Spawn. I'm like, man, these guys, we got nothing. These guys can waste their time. Like, you know, like we're gonna be out of here. And Raz goes, nope, we're black. This is gonna be a problem. Just wait and see. Sure enough, <laughs> guy holds a backpack up. Whose is this? And like, you know, like they they were they needed to find something. Like they went they went in. They kept us there for hours. Brought different police agencies. 
nothing right. nothing in the car illegal yeah. whatsoever like you know like and and it's raz is like i'm like yeah man we're, we're walking away like screw these guys they're gonna waste all this time and raz is like no they're going to find something like i'm telling you right now like and and then <laughs> lit up a lit up a cigarette just like that and walked away he's like we'll be here for a while <laughs> like, he, like, he was right we were there for a long time and 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 i almost had to spend the weekend in jail like you know it was it was, it was a it was a whole thing Actually, that cost me about two thousand dollars that trip. Yeah, yeah, just that little that little inter, uh, altercation with the police. And, and the crazy thing is that they purposely, we never went through Idaho or Iowa, wherever Idaho, I think. It was. Idaho, yeah. But they have the freeway set up where they get a segment of it, and then they sit there and they look mm. for people. That was the crazy thing. Like they designed. So that means this is systematic. That means you had to a part. Well, we are not trying to go into your city. And literally only for one mile on a freeway, we are within your boundaries. And you're crossing the state. Yeah, it's just, it, you know, and, and so those things are systematic. You could design it where they, they didn't have any, you know, jurisdiction geographically. You know what I'm saying? They drew a park where they could have jurisdiction to right. fuck with us. And they would park the opposite direction. We weren't going any faster or any slower, and then they pulled us over and made up a story about why they pulled us over. You know, you saw black faces in a car, man. He, he said if I took, uh, if I merged into the left lane, that I had to be in it for a minimum of 30 seconds before I went back to the right That's lane. That's the lie. <laughs> that was his reason for, and I, said, and I told him, I go, the only reason I merged in the left lane was because you were merging onto the highway. I was just being courteous. He's like, yeah, but you, you got, once you're in the left lane, you got to stay there more than 30 seconds. <laughs> oh I'm like, that's I've never not heard that. That's thing. not a thing. You know, and that's, you know, they, they are trained, they're liars. You know, my father was an LAPD officer. I, I just, you know, they protect each other and they have to have, uh, you know, they, they'll deny that, that, you know, once they write it down, because now they, you know, whatever, hope, their hope is, if nothing else, they've inconvenienced, inconvenienced you, they wasted your time, they didn't have anything to do, they were just sitting there looking, waiting for a black guy. You know, uh, you know, uh, or know brown drive was. He was like, "Yo, what's right. what's that in your pocket right there?" I'm like, "That's that's uh, Raz's my show. Uh, set. <laughs> <laughs> this is my instruments. This is my guitar, bro. Relax." <laughs> yeah, you know, and so you know, I I hate to even give it this much energy, but at the end of the day, I, I am uh, I, I put a, 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 a ribbon on all of it. I think I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I think. We've come a long way in a very short period of time. Uh, black and brown people have said for a long time that there is systematic racism, that the system, the, the government, the policing, the, ed, the miseducation, that all these things are designed to put people at a disadvantage, uh, especially brown and blacks, but poor too, just poor people, just designed by rich people for rich people. Um, and a lot, most of those rich people just happen to be, you know, but your, you know, your forefathers, the white guy, and um, you know, you know, uh, we finally got just an admission of that. You know, you you have people literally saying, "Racism is over." Really, really, it's over. You should tell that to that dead kid. And uh, you know, right. they, they they have they have uh, they have you know. I mean, think about the the uh, what were the kids the Central Park Five. Where you get they curse kids and threaten you and say your life's gonna be over and just admit to this so we can put you in prison for ten years when we could kill you and you're a child, like that's not how you use authority. But if I 
and and and, and what, what 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 people don't understand sometimes are our fellow man, our fellow Americans, they they because they haven't experienced it again, they're like, nah, it couldn't be that bad. Until, you know, that person procreates and has a child that happens to be something and that kid gets called an N-word or, you know, spit on. It happens, man. I know a girl, she's a white woman, blue-eyed blonde hair, but her kid ain't. Mm, so her yeah. kid is now being called. She's like, what is this? Just a child. And who taught this other kid to treat somebody like that? So hatred is alive and well, and we have a country that's been in denial, and, 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 and it's easier to turn a blind eye and be complicit. I mean, you know, again, you know, the comparison is Nazi Germany. If you went to work every day, but you see your neighbor, you know, go hop in a van and then never come back, and you keep paying your taxes, you kind of a part of the problem, too. If you ain't part of the solution, you're part of the problem, mm-hmm. you know? And so we have to take some responsibility towards all of us because um, this ain't a this ain't a black people problem. It's, it's it's sad that we had to say, can black lives matter? That's really what black lives matter means. Can they matter? Can you just stop killing people and then eating your fucking chicken and acting like nothing ever happened? You go to church and talk about Jesus after you murdered somebody and you were like snickering and then they find the police officers and you guys are texting each other that. And I pay taxes for you to go hunt and murder kids. Like, that's not cool. If, if we went and did that to any segment, to any people, I don't care, pick ages between the age of 18 and 21. If that, that's fucking sick to do that. And so we have, uh, we have a, a country of a certain segment of men who think that that's okay, man. And, and we need to address that because we haven't looked in the mirror. America looks out and says, he's a bad guy, and that's a bad guy, and you're a bad guy, and nah, 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 nah. we're liberty. And you fucking kill people, man. And, and these are not, you know, uh, uh, you know, anybody doing any less. What we know factually is that black people commit the same amount of crime as their percent of the population. So do whites. And they're more than population. We just happen to fill, uh, I believe, 60% of the prisons. But if we're if we're only eighteen percent of the population, we should be about eighteen percent of a prison. So we 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 have some 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 fucking. It's we're not genetically, you know, you know, uh, 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 we don't genetically commit more crime. (laughs) It's just that (laughs) if 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 you pick it would stop and frisk. I forgot the number was ridiculous, man, in New York. They st- out of the population, it was like Latino and Black was like eighty nine percent. So you're just if, if you keep stopping only Black people, let's just say gay people. I'm gonna find so if I stop a hundred gay guys, I'm gonna find two or three with you know with a with a suspended with a warrant or with some weed or whatever. But if I never stopped the other two hundred uh, Black guys, then I w- I'd be like. Yeah, you never catch the black guys with anything because you never look at the black guys. Mm. <laughs> you know, um, and that's you know that's just sad. That, uh, I'll leave you with this, and I'll get off of it. There's a great part of uh, "Don't Be a Menace." You remember that? Uh, have you ever seen that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, "Hurry up and buy!" But when they first walk in, the the like instead of like the little buzzer, the ringer, ding dong. Oh yeah. It goes nigger. Shit's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious, so funny. <laughs> and every time he's doing something, 
Like he tries to like get the cereal on the motherfuckers right. Hurry up and buy. They're yeah. like right in his face. And meanwhile, I believe there's like other people like stealing shit. There's like a white guy that comes in and grabs like a whole bunch of shit and runs up the store. That's the. It's that. It's mm. that thing. It's like you're so busy looking at me, you're getting fleeced left and right over here. You know, and, and I and I'm I may or may not steal something. I may have the aptitude for it, but you concentrate on me. And, and, and meanwhile, the person who's stealing from you is working your register, bro. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm done with it from there. Yeah, but, you know, the crazier part to me is that, like, you have a whole group of people that don't understand, like, like you're mad about people tearing down statues of, of, of slave owners and, and it, 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 instead of being mad that, like, people are getting murdered? Like, you're right. mad that, that fucking Aunt Jemima's coming off a bottle of syrup. Like, eat some Mrs. Butterworth, motherfucker. Like, change, change your. You should be more mad that fucking you're getting sold fucking sugar and corn syrup, and that shit's right. killing you. You should be more right. worried about that than the fact that there's some like that that somebody wants that lady t- taken off the bottle. If, if if a group of people decide they don't want her on the bottle because it represents something negative, you go. I understand that she's gone. Great. Bye. Like, well, it's, like, it's syrup. Bye. But, but God, the thing is, that just shows the intent of somebody's heart. And what I try to get them to do is personalize it. So I say, you know, how about I come over with my friends and I fuck your mother and come all in her and then we beat your dad with a bat. These are not far-fetched things that really happen and have happened, definitely have happened, but still happen. And I missed your dad. Gotcha. So, so I go, I'm going I'm to come over with my buddies. I'm going to fuck your mom. And then we're going to put up pictures in your house of us. We want you right. to come out, too. Right. We want you to laugh with us and kick it. Yeah. With your Let's fucking hung, with your hung dad. And, 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 and if she talks shit, we might fuck her again. But I want you to like it. I want you to be okay with it. Come on, stop. Uh, you know, no, Jews, you're right. don't, Jews don't salute the swastika. And so anything <laughs> else, anything else is hyperbole, it's misdirection, and it's refusal to, to acknowledge that I'm a hypocrite. I enjoy the status quo of America because I'm a white guy, and I get to blame Mexicans for all my problems, and I get to blame the niggers, and I get to blame the Muslims, and, and then, I, you know, and I'm looking at, like, the rural countries with the opioid problems, I'm like, bro, there's not a Mexican or black guy in your town. Who's making your mess? You are. You are your own problem, and the Mexicans aren't here. They're not stealing your jobs. You don't have a job. You're just a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you know, but, 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 but that's the country we live in where it's divide and conquer, and even, you know, you know on, this, on, this, on this caste system, the last thing you want to be is a dark-skinned black person. So everybody else is always, in their mind, they're thinking, I'm a Latino, at least I'm not a nigga. I'm an Asian, at least I'm not a nigga. Oh, oh right. I'm a light-skinned guy, at least I'm not a nigga, nigga. You understand what I'm saying? And then everybody wants to be a nigga. Niggas, they want to listen to nigga music and jazz, rock and roll. That's why I posted that thing. There's not a fucking form of music that was created that does not originate from African and a, the, the black experience. Nothing. Gospel, country, western, blues, jazz, you, rock and roll, you still are shit. And then you don't like our faces. Yeah. Like, like that's crazy to me. Because what I would rather is the honesty. Tell me I like stealing your shit and fuck you. Because right. that that's a fair one. But don't tell me Jesus. 
None of that, because that's the insult. And what, what happens is, is that we, we're living in a country of a whole bunch of Stockholm syndrome. We're abused, brown, the poor, period. We could take, we could take color out of it and just say poor people get everything, middle-class people, we work hard and our government steals our money and goes and creates wars so they can make their friends rich. And, 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 they, get, and they pass, they, we, are, we are what? There's 1%. 1% of the population owns 99% or 95% of the wealth. That's not liberty, that's not democracy. This, we might as well have fucking uh, uh, Pharaoh. <laughs> but at least those people were smart enough not to blame the slave. Yeah, there's like, uh, <laughs> gods and stuff. Yeah, right. You got a, Pharaoh taking the shit, bro. Stop blaming the, the. Nobody's doing this to you, but but the guy at the top. So we just live in a, a, a. Our country is just now in a short period of time, at least admitting to the one that it has designed a system of fuckery with us being the caste system with the black man and woman being on the bottom of it but everybody suffers at the end of the day what i always try to tell people is if, if they had their wish the ku klux klan they would run out of niggers right how, okay now mulattoes hot light-skinned guy come on over let's get rid of you then then hi mexican come on over meet the noose <laughs> Damn. Damn. It, right. Nobody's exempt. Right. You're not exempt. Think about this. Uh, uh, at the end of the day, the Aryan, the implication is blue-eyed, blonde hair. The end of the day, they don't. They don't like Irish. They don't like Italians. You Southern. Y'all be next. You, they will run out of. It never stops. So if you don't protect one, if you don't protect one, you don't protect all. We are only as free as the least of us. I'm done with it. Sorry. No, oh, well said. For sure. So, what were you saying again? Gone. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about uh, you know, with, with what Raz is saying, like they'll just keep going down the line. It's funny because uh, even Jay and I both have a lot of Italian heritage in our family. It's funny how same. People, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> They love to protect Christopher Columbus, and like people have a very short memory because Christopher Columbus wasn't idolized until like the early early uh, 20th century when they wanted Italians to have something. When when all these new Italians were coming to the country, like we need something for you guys to make it feel like this is like you guys belong here, and like you know, there's just some someone for you to like feel good about, and you can celebrate. And they're like, we got some guy, this guy that came to the Caribbean in 1492, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> And now, now you got a bunch of Italian guys in front of like statues, like, "Hey, Columbus is our guy," and it's like, "No, he's fucking not." And he didn't discover America. First of all, Leif Erikson was here about six hundred years before. But second of all, there was a lot of other people here way the fuck before that. They just didn't rape and pillage and kill everybody. So, like, when I hear about, like, I even I talk to like you know Italian people all the time. You know, there might be an uncle somewhere that's like, "Yeah, Columbus. They're trying to try to take Columbus." <laughs> That was just making us feel all good about ourselves. Like we got other people that were way better people. We could, we could, we could. Yeah. Get there. I mean, I, I, I find it funny because you can find from New York to wherever there were signs, bro. No dogs, Irish or niggers, bro. Yeah. Like, like everybody's gotten the stick from the, the watch. The difference is this: the difference is as an Italian person or not. Because I heard this before. Like, well, there, there were Irish slaves. Like, yeah, but you get to assimilate into the population because you right. have white. 
Like, and, and, and the fact that people like white people that use that as an argument don't understand that is like, but at this point, a lot of arguments people have are beyond me. Like, it's just ignorance. But like, you get to go, hey, guess what? I am, I'm being discriminated against, but you know what? I'm no longer uh, good, good times McGillicuddy. Like, you know, my name is <laughs> John Smith and I'm, and I'm here, I, you know, here I am. Right. Like, you get to do that. You don't, you know, you don't have to turn into the, uh, you don't have to change your fucking skin color. And, you know, like, it's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy for people to say stuff like that, man. It's like Yeah, I always just say, you know, at, at the end of the day, when you do a black and white photo, everybody else can kind of assimilate into the, the lighter part of the, the picture. And then there's this one standout guy, he's me. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, look, bro, I can't change this thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, you know it, and, and, and we all, believe it or not, I mean, you know, history is my thing. So I understand the history of Italians. And I'm like, you was a nigga before you got here, if you do your history. And, I, and back to Columbus, he didn't ride out with the Italians. They didn't give him a boat. The Spaniards gave him a boat. Like, I, I mean, you know, so it was like, <laughs> how much of a hero was he when, when, his, when his crew didn't fuck with him? <laughs> I, I had this dude that lived down the street from me as a kid, and, I, and I, there was two neighbors arguing. It was like some real like race related shit. And the neighbor walks by and he looks at everyone. He goes, and this and this just sums up like what I think about everything. He go, he looks at everyone. He goes, we're all mixed bags of shit. And then walk kept walking. Down I, the street. <laughs> yes. So fucking get I, that, over it. Let's move on. That's that's <laughs> what I'm on, bro. Mm. You know, crazy. So J fifty seven. Do you think within a year? This can all be forgotten, the coronavirus, the protests, or do you think this is something uh, that's going to stick around no, for a while? No, I don't think it's going to be forgotten, period. Mm. I don't think it's, any of that's going to be forgotten, man. I think we're going to have to keep protesting. I think we're going to have to keep – it'd be really awesome if people were, like, really behind all this shit and it wasn't just, like, a blackout Tuesday. <laughs> That'd be really fucking cool if it wasn't some cool shit, you know what I mean? So I really hope people keep going mm-hmm. until this is fixed. It's going to take a fucking minute. Um, my generation's pretty fucking woke. Your generation's pretty fucking woke. You know what I mean? The kids who are now fucking nine years old, having parents my age and whatever else, luckily they're going to be raised where they only know about equality and shit like that. So maybe that will be the generation that changes shit. But I think we have a little bit of fucking time. And I don't mean to open a can of worms by saying what I just said, but that is what I've been racking my brain about because it is absolutely insane what's going on, that it's still going on. And obviously we all feel that way. We're all on the same page. And I don't think, and I, I'm not even talking about coronavirus, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I, don't, I don't, who knows what's going to happen with that one? But like, yeah, everything else, it's like um, the injustice and all that kind of shit, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, we're, you know, we're just going to keep fighting. Everybody's going to keep fighting together. You know what I mean? I think Corona pops for another year. And I think a lot, I mean, right now we're spiking. Like, Dude, it's already popping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I think, I think this becomes, the, the closest I could compare this to was like when AIDS popped, or at least on TV and the awareness of AIDS. And I remember like me wiping, you know, a kid wiping my butt, like, oh no, I got AIDS, the water splashed in my butt. And like, you know, because I didn't know what, how you get it. I, I didn't know. I didn't know about homosexuality. Uh, I mean, I'm just like, oh no, I the water from, you know, when it, you know, at a couple of at the school, I, I really did. I thought I got AIDS because the water from the toilet. Yo, I'm, and, only, you know, I'm only laughing 
Bro, I'm only laughing because in like third grade, I cut my fingers with the scissors in class and I cried to my dad that night, hoping I didn't get, get aid from it. Like, yeah. That's the only yeah, reason I laughed. <laughs> right. And then, and then after a certain point of the, 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 uh, like the erratic craziness of it, then you, you kind of, you level out into it's a reality. It exists and it's going to be there and it's going to keep evolving. I mean, I fucked up because it doesn't matter how it got here, uh, it's here. Uh, and, and it's gonna wipe some people. I personally think in general, most of us had already been exposed to it before it got popular. Um, I don't have best. any, huh? You're living your best life. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kinda on some like, bro, like, I was just on some, I mean, trust me, I'm not going to lock myself in a room with, with just COVID niggas and just be like, yeah, it's all good. But like, <laughs> D.L. <yeah>. Healy. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to be up in the club like that, but I'm not a big club person anyway. You know, um, I don't want, I'm not gonna, definitely not going to nobody's rally. You know, I did a little bit of going to some, you know, the March stuff and just being a part of it. You know, I was willing to take that calculated risk. You know, you know, it, it, it's, a, you know, at least, Supporting those the people that's getting out there doing the hard fight, walking and and and, and you know being there and, and and but aside from that, you can't live in fear. Like that was my decision about COVID nineteen. It's just like, do you know how many things are out here that can kill us every day? We are like we're fucking human beings, bro. Like it could go wrong any second, and and that's what a hypochondriac is. And I don't want to be that. I just I. I'm not trying to do stupid shit, but I'm not going to just live in fucking fear. And I, I happen to know some people that have had it. I personally, uh, I, I, I've i been around people that had it. I didn't know they had it, but then it was too late. I was like, I can't put the motherfucking toothpaste back in the, in, the, in the tube. So I was just like, so be it. And I felt like I kind of got sick one day, and then I took a Mucinex and kept it pushing. And then that was it. Mm. That was like two months ago. I'm like, fuck Fuck COVID. I'm rocking, nigga. I'm going to get out here and go do what I do. <laughs> mm. So, J57, when you're talking about um, generations being more woke, do you think that racism is something that can die out over age then? Or what are your opinions on that? I hope so. I don't know. I hope so. I think about that a lot. I think, like, if I'm teaching, you know, my kids and grandkids and stuff like that, that we're all equal, and, um, you know, and, and the odds are they're going to be mixed anyway. So it's like, you know, in some way. So it's like, it's like how things are. It's like everybody comes together, man. I don't really believe in the whole rate. Like, I don't want to fuck with the racism shit. I'm not, one of, you know, I grew up in Long Island. I'm a white kid, Italian kid from Long Island. You know what I mean? Like, I could have easily just been like a regular Long Island dude. And I'm not saying they're racist. I'm just saying, like, I could just been a regular ass dude all into the Trump shit, all into this and that. I'm not that, you know what I mean? And it was because I was just raised everybody's fucking equal. You know what I mean? I was just raised that way. And I'm, and I'm, I'm just more aware. I'm more aware of what the fuck the world is like. So um, all I can do is continue to the same way the racists are perpetuating all that shit and teaching the next generation. I'm going to teach the next generation to not do that shit. You know what I mean? And the gen- and everybody after that. So that's, that's, that's why I can't really say yes or no to your question, but I will say that's what I hope happens. Supposedly like in the next few centuries, we'll all be, black and brown after everyone's yeah. mixing and everything like that but makes sense 
we'll see how things go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll trust me, people will find another reason to be. Uh, historically, the world was black, and then because it was beefing. <laughs> see, all it takes is one nigga to be on one side of the river and say, oh, we're the left river. Oh, <laughs> we're right rivers. Y'all niggas quit. And then they kill each other. Then somebody got a pretty sister. And niggas like, I want to fuck your sister. He's like, no. So y'all niggas got to leave. And then right, then right river niggas be mad. He's like, how do I get the bitch? Okay. Them niggas was tripping. They said, fuck us. Then you go over there and kill all the people. You take their shit. And then you can fuck his bitch. Pretty sister. So people, so I said that in a hood way, but basically, essentially, in science, what you understand is that uh, there's tribalism. So there's always going to be an ism. Tribalism, what, we, what we're dealing with now, then there's nationalism. See all these isms? And, and racism is an extension of that. And, uh, and, and I did want to say this. You can't end racism until you end the system. See, this is a system that was built a certain way. So you have to pull the system down. So when, when you're saying, you know, and I'm not an anarchist. I believe that you have to have a system, but this system's broken. Our police were created from the people that would go get the slave. Hmm. That's who they were. They And with their dogs, the same kind of dog, and a hound dog to track the smell to find the runaway slave. So our system is created. It's a lemon. It was created by rich white men for rich white men this is a, this was this was a company it was founded it was you know the, the, the a british company that's why our flag is red white and blue just like the british flag and it came here with a goal um there was a black guy on that boat unnamed moor that's what they call him a moor the moorish you know god probably wasn't a slave because we had people our, our history doesn't start from slavery, and that's our, another misnomer. We, we are purposely miseducated. So if you're purposely miseducating black people, you're also miseducating white people about who they are and what their role, and, and there were black people, there were royalty. There's, you know, fuck Pushkin was royalty in Russia. Alexander Pushkin, their greatest poet. So if you don't understand your role in history and you're getting miseducated, again, it's a system poorly educated, not given the same resources, discriminated, uh, you know, you're talking about uh, even creating, fuck jazz music. Benjamin Banneker designed Washington, D.C. You know, it created light bulbs, all that shit, and then it would be a white guy because black people couldn't own uh, patents. So you get disenfranchised. So you have a historic pattern of theft, stop sign, traffic lights, air cone, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Eli Whitney technically didn't make, the nigga that made Jack Daniels wasn't Jack. Yeah. Like totally disenfranchised people. So you gotta break the system apart and account for all of it. Teach a better curriculum in school. Then you have to address the economic disparity purposely done, what banks have done purposely. All of it. You have to break the system apart. And, you know, to be, to be per perfectly honest, there is a 40% of this population that is totally okay with the status quo. And their belief system is that Jesus is a white guy, that Jesus wants the white man to be here, and that Jesus doesn't love little gays and little blacks and little Asians. He doesn't like little mulattoes. He doesn't. That's not what Jesus said. But it didn't say it in their book either. But in their mind, Jesus is a white guy that loves America. America was supposed to be for white people. 
God's country. And so they go to the military. Boogaloos is a, the new term I've heard, but I've been knowing about that. They go to the military to learn how to kill, and they're preparing for a race war uh. so that they can kill the niggers, then join the police officers so they can learn how to kill and they can legally kill. And so we have to destroy the system. Uh, racism is a system. We all have prejudice. We all have tribalism. You know, we, we're, I'm JMO gang. Can't diss the JMO because that's my crew. You understand what I'm saying? You know, you will always have our favorites and, our, and all that, but we don't have a system of power that miseducates, you know, steals, jails, and profits from it. And, and, and then I'm, okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> I know how we can end racism. We just have to wait on the aliens. Because once when the aliens come, then we're not going to even worry about races. We're going to be worrying about- We'll be dead. dead. <laughs> so listen, uh, no superior, think, look what we did to animals, bro. Every time I like see an ant, I feel bad. Like, wow, man, I'm like, you're God. And I'm just like, fuck you up. <laughs> step on you. So an alien that can get here and all that out, Superior technology, we 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 would be nothing more than how people treat maybe an ape, maybe have one on their shoulder. It's more superior than us. It wouldn't try to like relate to us. It's not. We don't. Do you sit down and try to relate to fucking ants and cats? Like cat, do you want to live in the house by yourself? How? What do you think I should watch on TV? No, my G. They live somewhere fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate Mondays. Yeah. I, there's no there's no pattern that they've ever shown that anything dominant and superior makes friends with the inferior. It's going to murder it. <laughs> it's going to wear it <laughs> or drive it to extinction. <laughs> Unless you can actually fuck it. <laughs> you know. We're all getting fucked by aliens. Is, 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 yeah, you will be a little fuck puppets for the aliens. That'll be about it. Fuck puppets? Oh my god! Yeah, we'll be, <laughs> alien fuck puppets. That's what we'll become. Good name for like a, a group. <laughs> alien fuck puppets. Let's go for it. Yo, that's our rock. Alien, that's our rock alien version. Fuck puppets album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I, I like that title. Actually, it was great. At least uh, an album. I'm, I'm writing that one down. Thanks. Write that one down. That might be an album. That sounds like a like a rock and roll album though. Alien fuck up. That's Demo Gang's next album. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, it'll be rock tens. Trust me. Uh, Fifty seven will come up with the right tracks. Dude, I think I got like three ready. So let's go. <laughs> I love it. You heard "Walking with Lions." Now, Jamie. <laughs> Alien fuck puppets. <laughs> ah, that's hot. Oh like, yo, God. that new AFP. That shit is hard. That's just fire, son. Imagine the cover art for that. That'd be crazy. It wouldn't be any of us, but it'd be like a human with a big fist up his ass, like a green <laughs> fist. Like finger puppets as we had when you were a kid. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be us three like this. Or like, <laughs> we're like, you got to do this one instead. Yeah. Doing a pink one in the stick. <laughs> <laughs> glad we, I'm glad we got we got this figured out, guys. Oh, I love this new okay. album. Can't oh. wait. <laughs> so how have, how have your guys' opinions changed over the course of the coronavirus? Like, did you guys first think it was something serious and now don't think it's as serious, or have your opinions stayed the same? I'll start with you, J57. 
Uh, stayed the same. I was scared as shit the second I heard about it. Um, stayed the same, but now I know how to live with it in the world. Um, before I was petrified. Now I'm like, I think I could adapt and be safe and pray that I'm not really, I'm not religious at all, but pray that I don't catch that shit or get it again. <laughs> if I did have it, we don't know. <laughs> El got next. No, I don't think I took it. I'll always admit when I'm wrong. Uh, I didn't take it as serious in the beginning because I remember saying a few times online, I'm like, ha ha. Yeah. Be scared in your homes. I'll be buying all these cheap flights. And, 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 uh, <laughs> And then when it really went down, I'm like, oh, shit. Because I was actually supposed to fly to Belgium like the like four days after Trump kind of announced that Europe, Europe travel ban. I was actually going to work on a, a little project. So I had my flight booked the whole nine. I'm like, I'm like, I'm still going. I don't give a shit. Like, like fucking COVID. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, I didn't take it as serious. And then when everything slowed down, including, you know, you know financially because you know we're like you know we're about to put an album out and we're like man these tours are coming everything just went and then i'm like cool i'll be sitting here in my apartment and i i i kind of went on like a three-day bender and then i then (laughs) post bender i didn't drink at all and then i I was like yeah i taught myself the guitar i like i started like i'm like yeah i'm gonna learn some skills and i'm gonna take care of myself and so that was cool but uh I, I definitely did not take it as seriously as I should have in the beginning, especially being right in the middle of it in New York. Like that, that shit hit hard. <laughs> like it was like, by the way, everything's closed by, uh, you can't go anywhere because you live in an apartment in New York. Good luck. Dang. Suck. Yeah. Being in an apartment during quarantine must suck. Yeah. Was- <laughs> <laughs> He's got a hot apartment though. Oh. <laughs> I'd have a little backyard. I was, I, I could, I, there's nothing I could grill. He couldn't find anything at the store. I was like, yeah, I'm going to grill some stuff. I'm like, well. Toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I, I did go to the supermarket once, and that, that was, like, traumatic. And then um, <laughs> I literally had, like, four jars of, like, protein shakes. I think that's why you were sitting you're like, Brad, like, you're buff. I'm like, I think that's all I ate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going shopping. I'm going to take, I'm drink these protein <laughs> Oh my god! What about you, Cass? Oh, um, I think I answered that when I wasn't giving a fuck, man. Yeah, I was wild western out here, bro. I'm not gonna lie, I was totally wild west. Wild western. I was. Hmm. Um, there was no traffic. The world was open. I, you know, the only thing that wasn't open was like a bar or a club, but you know, food and snacks and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was out and about, um, and I, I mean, again, I, I, I probably should have, but um, I was around the person that I was around is, is uh, works for is a surgeon's assistant, and the motherfucker caught it. Yeah. So I was like, so I was never gonna escape it anyway. And then I was working, I was volunteering, I still do to a certain extent. As a as a essential worker at a like a, a shelter, and them niggas go out and smoke crack and come back. So I was like, bro, I'm I'm getting both like it, it, I can't avoid it. And my whole thing was, I got a pretty good immune system, uh, you know, and I'm not gonna live in fear. I mean, I'm, I'm not, you know, I I had to deal with it head on from the beginning, and 
you know, uh, you know, knock on wood, and I'm grateful to the universe, you know, that that I have I wasn't adversely affected by it. I feel for the people um, that that lost people and people that got sick. I didn't I didn't lose anybody, um, and and I didn't suffer any consequences. And um, and who knows? As it gets worse, I may you know whatever. I don't know what the future holds, but as of now, I just can't live in fear. I kind of got to do what I need to do, um, and. Uh, I want to get out on the road and, you know, I, I did, you know, I had my first small show, you know, um, and I, I want to go do what I do. I, I don't want to like, there's six million ways to die. Choose one. If it's COVID, so be it. Damn. 57 is going to the Bay. Me yeah. too. I'm going tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm you're already there. there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can uh, come meet me. We can all get together. <laughs> I love oh you. my god, <laughs> he's awesome. So, have you guys heard any good conspiracy conspiracy theories on this whole coronavirus though? <laughs> I don't think any. I don't think any good ones. <laughs> 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 heard a lot of them. Yeah. I, I heard you could drink bleach. <laughs> and Lysol. <laughs> yeah, Lysol or something. Inject it or something. So, do you think this might be just the media? trying to make a big deal out of something so our eyes are shifted on something else versus what the bigger picture is? Or do you think overall this virus is something big? I think it's real. I think it's real. I just think there's nothing we can do about Like, I, I don't know how much a mask that, if it's not an N95, I don't know how much it's really doing. Um, but the thing about human beings is that we we want some degree of control over things we have no control yeah. over the human brain so that mass makes people feel better um i i i i'm not a scientist it just would seem to me that they did kind of say well that mass ain't really shit but then they'll be like no this kind of shit you don't just keep on you know whatever because it's it's like that or total anarchy and panic and so um, I think it's real. People are really dying, man, if it was just one person. But the, the reality is, you know, two million people have had to go to the hospital because it was that serious. And over 120,000 have died. So it is real. It's real. And it's unfortunate. Um, and more will die. And, you know, this is kind of one of those things where until they come up with, with, uh, with, a, with a, what you call them? Uh, Microchip. Microchip. Exactly, and I'm freaked out about that part about it. Until they come up with some getting a shot, then you're gonna have to develop the immunity. You know, that's what human beings have done from the t from the beginning of time. You know, small the Native Americans had no immunity to smallpox. The Europeans knew that. They purposely gave them blankets and wiped their ass out. Some of them survived, and they had an immunity. So we may have to do the ones that got to go. You ain't got no, you know, if you don't develop the immunity, nigga, you got to go. Fuck it. Fuck it, bro. I mean, I'm not saying that to be mean, but, you know, you know, God's the biggest killer of them all from a Judeo-Christian point of view. This nigga, you know, tell, tell, tell white Jesus to come down and stop this shit. There is a chance, though, these vaccines could turn us into zombies. You never know. You know, <laughs> I don't want to chip. I'm not worried about the zombie part. I'm worried about niggas 
freezing my spinal column and shit or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop, nigger. So so when Elon Musk comes out this Neuralink, you you guys aren't gonna get it? Like what are your you know? Uh just a, it's just a uh, it's 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 just another exaggeration of something that we've been prepared to be addicted to from the beginning. It's that it's that it's that fucking phone, man. Like yep. like it's, yeah. it's it's wild. And you know, and I I've fell victim to it a few times. And we have one guy in our group that has really uh, worked diligently at breaking those chains. <laughs> he does a really good job of it. And and sometimes I get frustrated with him. And then I but then I know that he's right. It's like it's like being like a crackhead and being mad that like your friend doesn't smoke crack anymore. You're like, how dare you? <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm fucking right. Like, like it is so crazy. Like, like you just see someone reach for it, reach for it, reach for it, reach for it. Like it's that serotonin. You're like, let me look, or am I getting likes? Well, let me see what someone else is doing. Are they getting likes? And then you're, what you're looking at is uh, somebody's presentation of their life. It's not actually their life. It's what they want you to see. So then, uh, then you get depressed because you don't have as good of a life as you think that someone else has online. Like it's it's just such a crazy spiral. There's a song in that right there, just by the way. Yeah, yes. Everything yeah. you just said, I want to turn that into some song. Yo, it's it's really it's it's turned like if if anyone if anything's gonna turn people into zombies, like you mentioned before, it's gonna be that phone. It's already yeah. happening. Like I just you watch people walking down the street. There was a lady that tripped over a fucking basement door and went down like ten stairs because she was going like this, like. It's, it's wild, man. And like, we got, we have to break, break free of that. You'll never be in the present, which is the only place you should ever be uh, with, with having a phone in your hand. So um, I've been really diligent lately and people be like, man, you haven't gotten back to me in five minutes. It's like, <laughs> it's like I, I will, like, I'll definitely get back, you know, I'll get back to you. But like, this, this is wild, man. Like you see people eating dinner and like, and like, how, how are you going to go spend you know, a hundred dollars a piece for, for dinner that everyone just going like this and like watching, watching someone else having dinner. Yeah. Like, that's the crazier part. You're like, look what, look what Bonnie's eating right now. It's like, crazy. So nanotechnology scared. Cause like, it's like, man, so what is this like at some point do, do, do they, does he want everyone to have like one collective consciousness? And it's like, right. Hi, fine. Oh, that's yeah, I'm cool. Where can I buy those shorts that Melinda's wearing? Uh, <laughs> 50% off code. <laughs> if you mention her name, <laughs> nuts. It'll be it'll be like a societal pressure type thing though to get the chip. Just like how it's weird if someone has like a flip phone or if they don't have any social media or anything like that. It'll be like, oh, you don't have the chip yet. I don't know if I can trust. But you know, really rich people, a lot of them, they're off the grid. They got the paper and they don't have. Yoga. But good point on, on the societal thing, because think about like a kid who's two years old, a baby, or like that's three years old right now, a toddler, who like has been using an iPad since they were born. So but by the time they're our age, all different ages, right? Our age, what, what else do they know? And who's really around anymore that lived our life and whatever else by the time they're off our the age? Off the grid, buddy. You gotta go off the grid. But look, I'm trying to get this bag, get to Costa Rica. Yes. Live off the land. Yes. Eat some fish. Yes, I'm cool, man. Like I don't need this for the rest of my life. See, you know, we traveled. There's other parts of the world where people have simple, beautiful, amazing lives with hot chicks and lots of pussy. <laughs> nigga, fuck my phone, nigga. If, if, nigga I, I, look, I want an Epstein Island minus the, the rapey of the little girl. 
<laughs> There's so many other people's islands you could have said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I can think of with an island right now. I want to ask the, the, the kid break. <laughs> it's, not his, it's not his island anymore. He's gone. So. Yeah. Well, he gave it to his brother and whatever. He's an asshole. He, <sighs> he died. He died with a win. Like, point, Rad. Just, I just, I haven't talked to you about this. I, I, I thought it was really ironic when, uh, uh, you know, our last video, you, you have that one line that hang in there, like Aaron Hernandez, and people were like, people were like, man, that's really insensitive, man. That's, and I'm like, and I'm thinking, I'm like, he, fuck, like, like, I'm sorry, man. Like, fucking guy. Like, like, <laughs> like, I don't. I, I don't know. I just thought that, like, that that's what some people got from the song. Like, they were like, you said that? And I'm like... I think people are hilarious. Again, you, you gave the analogy of people bad, not about the guy that killed, but, you know, right. whatever, that, that people, you know, kneel at a football game or something. Sorry, it was fresh like, on my mind. I haven't seen you in a while, so I just, I was like, oh, I thought that was... <laughs> Only one person I know was like, that's not nice. I was like, you better get out of here. Mm. That's just hilarious. This is a great line. You think that's not nice? Wait till you hear. <laughs> First of all, I was gonna say we had a previous interview, but uh, not today. But I was gonna, I was gonna allude to, to my censorship <laughs> on the album. Uh, like that's the line that would have got us in trouble, and I wish we would have kept it. <laughs> Raz does what he wants. You know wants. the fuck? You know that line? <laughs> oh my god. That would have got us banned from TV. We would have really been. That would have like. <laughs> Woo. I'm going to go put that on something else and see how much trouble I can get in. The bad, the bad boy <laughs> in the group. <laughs> that's that's going to be a Raskat solo record. Yo, get, getting back to the Aaron Hernandez line, though, just, just to change the subject. Uh, that's like my favorite line of the album. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for that shifting. Uh, Topics really quick. That was, that was awesome. good. <laughs> but, you know, where, did, where did you guys see the like individually? Like, where did you see the switch where you had to like be more careful of what you said on a record or in an interview or anything like that? Like, do you guys have like an individual story that was like, oh, after I said this, I realized I had to be more careful or anything like that? I feel like I know there too. I run away. Yeah, you, you have them. I mean, have you ever? I always feel like Jay, you've been pretty like you're you're a good guy. I feel like you've never really pre like you know. I could be wrong. <laughs> did you have, did you ever have a time like you, you said something earlier on in your career and you're like, man, that was kind of insensitive. No, I'm I'm so lucky. I thought about it earlier today because I saw I saw uh, you're a good guy too. I appreciate that. You're all four of us are good guys. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> um, I saw on the gram, and I don't frequent, but I saw on the gram today that the big homie slug released like a whole yeah. statement today um, on Twitter and, and the gram or whatever uh, saying like trying to, he wants to do better. And he said some wild shit in his, in his time or, or not, or maybe it was like, maybe things that could be taken as wild and, and things that didn't age well and whatever else. And he just wants people to know he didn't mean it to hurt anybody's feelings. And he really, more importantly, he didn't want it to hurt anyone slash he didn't want to fuck up any of the young cats that are signed to his label because he's late. He owns the label. So what happens to him, that shit's an umbrella. You know what I mean, so he didn't want that to trickle down on like Dem Atlas and all the young guys that are signed and, and, and ladies too. So that's why he did. Those two guys got dumped off the label. Who? What? Dem, Dem Atlas and uh, Prof? They got kicked off the oh. label? Or, and DJ F Fundo or F so it was from Doomtree? 
They got wait. They got, what? Yeah, that's why he made those. He made because he got. Uh, I, now, don't quote me on those exact three guys, but it's like a couple of those dudes. I I think it was those guys. They got kicked off the label because some girl posted a bunch of like uh, crazy misogynist texts that that they sent. Uh, that back and forth and said that I guess but I, listen I don't know the story I don't want to say nothing but like but like basically accusing one of them of kind of preying on girls and, and just saying some saying some wild shit and uh wow yeah so so I guess in turn they were and the only reason I know about this is because that because I don't I don't really know those guys obviously I know you know brother uh, you know brother Ali got you know like I, was, I know the older rhyme sayers guys but uh it was an article right above one, when our video came out, and I was like, "Oh shit, these guys! Uh, oh, they were down with rhyme sayers." Uh, so, I, so I like looked at the article. Yeah. Yo, thank you, thank you for correcting that for me because I didn't want to be out there saying the wrong shit. You know, this is how I interpret it because I don't really look at a lot of shit, and I know that just popped up on your radar, Gaunt. That's how you saw it. It didn't pop up on my radar. I don't follow Prof or Dem Atlas, so um, I didn't know. Like, and I didn't even know any of that shit. I thought, with my way of looking at it, was. Pretty much what you were asking me, like I thought, uh, not Raz. I thought Slug was like, "Yo, I said some shit in my time. Don't take it the wrong way. I really love everybody." And that's what I was gonna say about me. I thought I was like combing through all my shit today, of like things I've said, and I'm like, luckily I haven't said anything, but a younger me could have said something that could be taken wrong now, 20 years later. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been rapping for 20 years, so like I could have said some shit in the late 90s that. Um, I mean, dude, like the F word. I didn't say it like all the time, but I mean the F word wasn't. Yeah, that's the one uh, I was gonna say. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like, that word wasn't like a showstopper like it is now. And, 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 you know, I'm glad that people don't say it anymore. And I don't, I don't allow it on my records personally, my J57 records. When somebody says it, I blur, I bleep them out. That's just how, you know, I got gay relatives and friends, so I don't want that in there. Um, but I also know that it could be used in different ways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not just the derogatory kind of thing as, at all. But um, I, th- I thought through my shit. I don't, I luckily don't have anything from back in the day that'll come back to haunt me, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, I got lucky because I mean I could have said some shit that doesn't make that doesn't translate now. Just the same way Slug was probably trying to say something on top of what ha- happened to a couple guys that are on his label because Prop is my age and Dem Atlas I believe is in his mid twenties, late twenties. So it's like those are different generations and Slug's ten years older than me. So it's like that's like four, almost like four generations almost, dude. Like three at yeah. least. So think about that. How much shit changes is what I'm trying to say and all that. You know? I think that that you go back to the F word because because when I was younger in my career, you know, I was stomping around the stage with a bottle of Jack in my hand, talking about you know, I had a lot to prove. How nice am I on the mic? And I'll you know, I'll, I'll fuck four chicks. Come on, you know, like and, and like now that I would never like it's just not part of my like I, like I'm like if I say something, I want to be smoother about saying it, and I want to be more creative about saying it. I think back then it was definitely more about the shock value. I I was definitely wasn't the the shockiest of artists, but you know, there's people way beyond that. But I remember a couple, I listened to a couple songs where like I'm dropping that, that, that F word and I, and I, and I cringed, man, because like, it just, it just, it just so naturally came out of me at the time. And, and, it, and like having a, a, a good number of like gay friends now and like, no, like knowing shit that they, they deal with. And like that, that word left my vocabulary a long time ago. So like, I, that's one word I'm like, man, if I could ever like, you know, everyone's like, no regrets. I'm like, no, no. If I could take something out, like I've even removed those songs from like my Spotify, like, you know, library, like songs that mention that stuff. Cause, because I just don't want to condone it at this point. I, I just, I just think it's something that we need to, as a, as a, as a people evolve from. Yeah. We all grew up just throwing that word around, but like, it's time to like, 
you know, it's 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 time to it's time to evolve as as, as someone. So that that's as far as I've ever gone. But uh, but yeah, man, it's, if you don't evolve as an artist, you're not an artist. Like if you just mm -hmm. if you paint if you're a painter and you paint the same fucking picture every day, you're not an artist, man. Like you're a guy that painted a, a really cool looking house for for thirty. <laughs> So I, I always want to evolve with my music. Yeah, I think it's important to, to like uh, evolve, but I think it's stupid for people to like comb through your career and be like, oh, 20 years ago, he said this. That's like, right, it's, right, right. it's stupid that this is even type, part of the culture now. Right. You know? Yeah, they'd be like, You're yeah, we're going to cancel you because you said, you said a word 20 years ago. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. But it happens, though. That's what makes people so scared, you know? It's no. not like they're like, oh, I'm just going to double check to be safe. No, you can just wake up one day and be like, I'm canceled. Oh shit! Dude, yo, look at bro. Look at and I. I love Rogan. I know it's he's a hit or miss guy. I love Rogan, but that dude has like more hours than almost any podcaster. Like for so many years on such a tremendous scale, it's like they could just comb through what he said over the past 12, 13 years and just find like just shit that's out of context or shit that changed and didn't age well. You know what I mean? Like there's things like that, and it's like, what is he gonna do? He's just gonna get canceled because he said some shit that didn't mean what you think it means because you saw it on a meme or you saw. A one two a two second thing of it from 14 years ago like it really like and what happens now his family doesn't eat because he didn't even mean what he's what you the way you took it like there has to be a little bit more to that than just canceling everybody in my opinion you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying i think i just think that's a little too witch hunty you know what i'm saying yeah i was gonna say that i think uh it should be case by case um yeah. I'm, somebody was telling me today that like they were trying to be mad at Robert Downey Jr. for Tropical Thunder. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is fucking amazing. That was hilarious. Like, as fuck. Robert, it's, and first of all, it's not. It's he's an actor playing an actor who's playing a black guy who <laughs> refuses to break character. That's it's fucking funny, brilliant, and hilarious, and awesome. It's not the same as somebody doing something super hurtful. You know, you, you know. So I think I think we do have to figure out how to, like, it, it's case by case. You know, um, you know. And there's there. I was gonna say I thought you guys were gonna say the first time I realized uh, it's still the F word, but when Brand Nubian uh, punks jump up and get beat down, and I remember they got pulled off MTV, and that's when I was, you know, I was like, oh shit. But their record was kind of about gay people. You know, some of the lyrics. Um, I don't. I don't regret the pat. Me personally, I don't regret. I had two of my friends come out and whatever. This is just my journey, and I don't expect anybody to agree with me. But I'll just speak how I felt. We used that word, but until I was out of place, the F word. I I um I had to mature enough to realize because what I didn't realize, like with my gay friends and my hetero friends, we all used that term. But it never implied homosexuality. It was about some other shit. Exactly. So with my gay friends, they're just like, yeah, you're gay, but he's an F or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. So we all knew that. It was just, you know, that urban vernacular shit. And I, I, I don't know how it was in New York. I don't know how it was wherever. I know how it was in LA. So we didn't mean it that way. But when I got to, uh, you know, to a certain place in my life where I was like, you know what? It's people that don't know me per se that may think, and I don't want to hurt anybody. And so that's for me, I don't really regret the past of using it. I just know it didn't age well for me to listen to it. I'm saying, like, damn, because the people that don't know me, you know, that that 18 year old kid that might be going through it, it might hurt him. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I wouldn't say it today because I don't want that person to, to feel, you know, 
you know, abused and 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 and, and, and picked on. But you know, um, you know, I, when I said it, I never intended. I never talked about a homosexual in my records. On that, you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying with that word. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm usually talking about, you know, whatever. Same thing that you were saying. Fifty-seven. It was just, more, you know, we used to use it a certain way. The connotation was different, but still, it, it can hurt people. And I still say nigga and bitch. So I mean, and that's not going to age well. It's at some <laughs> point when we all turn brown and the world is brown, I'm like, you can't say that anymore. I'm like, fuck yeah, you, nigga. Sure. Don't <laughs> say it. And I'm gonna call cunt bitches cunts. Yeah, I don't care, bro. Fuck this. My shit is not gonna age well, but all the true <laughs> part, all the history is gonna be awesome. For sure. It is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, on, on the Joe Rogan thing is they actually do try to cancel him all the time, but he's too big at this point. Like there was literally like last week there was something that he said a few years ago and like they were trying to cancel Joey Diaz with him. Damn. It didn't, well, didn't didn't turn out. But I can't do it. I could yeah, I could imagine they can't do it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's just well, they, it's, they better not cancel uh, what you call them either. No, they fucked like uh, Aziz, like you know, like I felt like they fucked him over. You know, a lot of women have regret, that, you know, like but like not. I don't know, man. I just feel like that's what I'm hoping doesn't happen in Black Lives Matter, where it gets hijacked and then you know, like look, it already has. Not, All lives matter. I, I, <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like the extreme, like look. The Confederate flags, I get it. And the Ulysses S. Grant or, or Lee or whoever. But, like, look, man, you know, leave, leave the fucking Mount Rushmore alone. Just let, let the motherfuckers have it. It's just old, you know, unless, unless, you know, or be nice and give it back to the Native Americans. If they want to just blow the goddamn thing up and, <laughs> and make Domino's pizzas out of it, then that's cool because it's their land anyway. Let them have it. You, 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 you murdered them and, and, and broke the treaty on them. But like, I just feel like we got to pick our battles again. You know, same thing with Robert Downey Jr. or Joe Rogan. There's part of being a male that's macho. I don't think we need to be, you know, you know, hurting gay gay people. So the f, you know, the f word is off limits. But you know, things we said, you know, a lot of things in how we talk. Even even in ten years, there's certain things that we're gonna realize we're still a bit crude. Yeah. Period. You know, that's gonna be a constant evolution you know but it's not what you say it's what you mean is what i was always taught you know you know people can say a lot meaner things without saying the n-word or the f-word they can just do and mean really mean things so you know i, I, I try to look at the intentions of the heart do you guys see the justin bieber me too scare thing where he um this girl said that like he like raped her at a hotel or something and then, like, he, it was like, she said it happened like in 2014 or something crazy long ago. And he's like, he like brought out the whole receipts of everything he did on that specific day, what hotels he was in. And he was like, this is complete bullshit. And like, he shut it down super fast, but like, he pulled out like all these fucking receipts. It was crazy. Yeah, I bet his team, yeah, his team, they've been collecting receipts because they knew something like that was going to happen there. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Thank wow. God for that, man. I don't got no receipts. If the motherfucker claim I did, I'm like, I don't know, bro. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty mean and drunk that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I have two more questions just to wrap it up because it's 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 already been over an hour, almost an hour and a half. Wow. And um, so I like to ask, what is some advice that you guys have for up and coming artists, creators, influencers? I'll start with you, J57. 
never give up. That's it, man. That's half the fucking shit. <laughs> Work your ass off to be good at what you do. That's the other half. Those are the two things. Never give up and keep working hard at what you do. That's, I'm not going to say anything but that. Dope. Khan? I'd say go with your instinct when it comes to creating and being an artist because there's been a lot of times in my career where I was kind of talked in, trying to get, try to get talked in and go in a certain way based on whatever was dope at the time in people's eyes. And every time I, especially when I broke free of what, I, what other people wanted me to do and I went with my instinct, things really, really worked out for me. Like I had a vision and then, then it went well. So don't listen to anybody or what you think you have to sound like. I know it sounds kind of cliche, but like, really like do like do your own shit because that, that's, that's how you get longevity in this music business. For sure. Cause I would say, uh, put your money where your mouth is literally. Um, well, not figuratively, just, um, you know, nobody owes you to buy your record or put you out. If you don't invest in yourself, how could you expect anybody else to invest in it? Sure. Is there anything you guys want to promote? Anything upcoming or anything like that? Walking with lions. We got a tour coming next week. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jameson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> album is out right now, Walking with Lions. You can find it at fatbeats.com. We got the vinyl there. Um, you can, you know, find it on all the streaming platforms, but, you know, support, support our stuff. And, uh, and then thank, thanks everybody else for, for listening. We've had an overwhelming amount of support and we're, we're super appreciative and um, we're going to keep going. For sure. Um, when can we expect to pre-order um, Alien Fuck Puppets? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's got a great ring to it. <laughs> no. Yo, December 32nd. Of this okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, cool. Quote me on. <laughs> so i end the podcast oh actually what is the easiest way to reach you guys first of all like i'll start with jamo gang jamo gang there is no easy way but but every <laughs> yeah um jamo gang and on instagram we have an instagram account jamo gang it's a, it's the best instagram out there um I, <laughs> mine is jpd7 music elegance is e-l-g-a-n-t raz underscore kaz you already know how to spell that and uh man check us on the gram uh twitter i'm sure these guys like twitter i hate it so don't tweet me but uh take it away <laughs> awesome so i end the podcast by saying this is the nas podcast and everyone says their names so go jp7 gone and then kaz this is the nas podcast with j57 el gone raz kaz and you guys are J-Mo J-Mo Gang. Gang. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>